Welcome everyone to the Your Energy First podcast. I'm your host, Emily Marie, and it is such a pleasure to have you here to talk about all things your energy. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. In today's episode, we go over quite a bit. We are going to talk about your spirit guides, how they are, your intuition and how it works, and also how the chakras are involved. And we kind of get into the basics of the chakra. I also hold space for some energy work during the session, and I only hold space for that, which is for the highest good. And I go into explaining that in the podcast And I talk about a few other things. So I would love to get your input, your experience from this, and what questions come up. We have a lot to talk about when it comes to intuition, spirit guides, and spirit team. So I said it's going to be a multi-part series. I don't know how many parts it's going to be, but so far we have two and we've barely scratched the surface. (laughs) So thanks so much for being here. I am thinking good thoughts. I'm holding my light in honor of yours, and I hope you get exactly what it is that you need today. So on today's episode, whenever you listen to this, we're actually going to be doing quite a bit of work on our root and sacral chakra. And we're so used to talking about the main chakras. In fact, why don't we just dabble in that a little bit today? You know, chakras are lesson keepers for each of us. We're used to the main seven chakras, but our body our spirit, our soul, our energy has more than that, has more than just seven chakras, activation points. Oh, a heron just flew by. If you're one for symbolism and that means anything to you, Google it (laughs) because there's only your personal truth. And that truth is what feels true or not to you. So if a heron is something that feels intrinsically true to you, that's what we do. So chakras, chakras are lesson keepers. Our chakras are here to hold lessons for us that are going to come forward in this lifetime. It could be that we were born with the majority of lessons, that we developed some of these throughout this lifetime based on our choices and our free will. Either way, your chakras are incredibly powerful and supportive. We want to remember we're given these things, we're given chakras to support us. Like you're being supported with your chakras. And one of the things I hear most often all the time is I was told I have a blocked chakra or will you please balance my chakras? So your chakras are meant to be blocked. (laughs) They're meant to have blockages. They are meant to be out of balance. If your chakras did not have those elements to them, then you basically would ascend into the heavens and your time on earth here would be done. And you will get there one day in this lifetime. Maybe, I don't know. I'd be shocked if I do, but you may. And in another lifetime potentially. So actually the guides are kind of correcting me right now. They're saying it's not actually about having fully healed lessons in order to cross over into the next like realm level of light beingness. And it's actually where spirit guides come from is they come from elevating along their path and deciding now I want to be a spirit guide. So you could be a spirit guide one day. Who knows? Anything's possible. But anyway, getting back to our chakras. So our chakras, we have our crown chakra, which you're used to seeing, right? That comes to the top part of your head. And then you're used to seeing the chakras go down. So we have one in the middle in between our eyebrows. 
that's called your third eye. You've got one at your throat, your throat chakra, your heart, your heart chakra. And then this is where it starts to get tricky. And then you have one at the very center of your body. I call that the power chakra because power chakra is easier to remember than solar plexus, but whatever floats your boat. And then below the power chakra is the sacral chakra. And that's the orange one. And that one, most oftentimes we hear, oh, that's about your sexual organs and your reproductive organs. And yes, that is a big part of it. But your sacral chakra does so much more for you. It actually works a lot in tandem too with your throat chakra and helping you develop who you are in this life. And how do you want to, how do you want to be in this lifetime? And how do you express yourself? And where, where do you feel like you're thriving? And where are you bringing more passion into your life? Passion, not just in the sexual sense either, right? Oh gosh, there's going to be so many tangents on this episode, but that's one of the other big, big lessons coming through on the earth plane right now is when I, when spirit brings forth the message that we need more pleasure in our lives, I see people kind of tense up and I go, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to have more sex. <laughs> and it's not about that. It's actually just about, does the shirt you're feeling feel good on you right now? Do you get pleasure out of it? If you don't, why are you wearing it? Why? Ask yourself that. Like I am on this earth for a short amount of time. I'm going to go buy myself a nice shirt that feels good, that looks good on me, that I enjoy wearing, that I'm going to wear three days in a row and not wash. I'm not going to tell anybody. And that's going to be the shirt that I get the most pleasure out of. So pleasure. Are we eating foods that feel pleasurable? I just ate a lot of watermelon before this podcast because I wanted to feel that pleasure and that nourishment and that fiber and that, oh my gosh, the guys just called it moisture. I was like hydration, whatever. So pleasure, where are we getting pleasure in our lives? That's the sacral chakra. And then below that we have the root chakra. Now the root chakra, when we look at it in pictures, it oftentimes we see like we're looking at it and in some teachings, the root chakra is actually at your anus. And again, you have your own personal truth uh, where I see people's root chakra is between their legs. So between their legs and it shoots on down, it basically complements the crown chakra. Does our root chakra expand to the anus? I don't know. I haven't personally seen that, but feel into your own root chakra. Where do you feel it? It is your business to know where your root chakra is. (laughs) And maybe that'll be another podcast. I'm not going to get into the details about every single one of the chakras today, but that is the baseline of them. And one of the other things that's important to note is that your chakra's actually are front and back. So the way we have the root and the crown chakra complementing each other, you actually have chakra pins at the front of your body and at the back of your body. And at a most basic level, this means that you are focusing on receiving as much as you are developing projecting energies. So receiving is on the back side of our energy and typically projecting and living out is the front part of our energy. And so imagine you have a a third eye chakra between your eyebrows and then it goes back through your head, but it feels comfortable and good. And that's your third eye. And then it goes out the back part of your head. So that happens all the way down your body with all the chakras. And these chakras keep your soul, your energy pinned. So as we begin to pass away, whether it happens abruptly or over time, I have seen people's chakras begin to unpin years in advance of them passing away. And it's a traumatic thing for anyone who's energetically sensitive to see. It's hard, right? Because you don't know how soon it's going to be. It's none of my business how soon it's going to be. And it's just kind of a rough thing to perceive. So something to keep in mind, our chakras unpin as we pass away and our soul goes over to, I don't even know why I'm calling it the other side, but back, back home, back home to our, our energetic home. So those are the basics of our chakras. 
your chakras are lesson keepers. Now what? Don't be scared. Don't be afraid. Keep in mind, this is all coming with a loving planned energy for you. Part of the reason that we are able to deep dive as some people choose to do, this is not my thing, but I know people who have really thrived from doing past life regressions. It's really not my thing, actually. I did it once and my guides were like, stop it. This is not for you. I'm like, great. But however, I I genuinely know multiple people who have done it, who've gotten incredible benefits from it. It just goes to show you there is not one single energy practice for everyone. So on this podcast, we just talk about the basics and then you get to develop your own personal (laughs) energy flair. Okay. What feels good for me? What do I like? What don't I like? What feels true to me? What doesn't feel true to me? And then what's really funny too, is sometimes you're going to do things that feel really good for you for a time and then later no longer do. Like what if in the future I'm all about past life regression, right? We don't know. We don't know. So Our chakras are lesson keepers. You have blockages and these blockages, sometimes what happens is we get to clear a layer and then the next thing comes forward. Sometimes we clear a layer and it's the same lesson and that lesson needs to stay for us to work on (laughs) the next version of it. Oh, we all have those wonderful, wonderful things that happen. Our spirit guides and our spirit team are here to help us with our lessons, with our learnings. They are here to help us live out and breathe and pay attention to these beautiful things that are coming through that we're trying to avoid, (laughs) that we avoid by binging TV and social media and drinking and overeating and doing Lord knows what else, right? Being human because there's so much going on right now. It's like, don't ask me to do one other thing. So our guides are really here to help our higher self help you live out these lessons and also these dreams that you have in this lifetime. And they're also here to help us avoid some things that are just really unnecessary for you to experience in this lifetime. And so we want to take a step back and just look at why do we have spirit guides? What's their purpose? And a lot of people think that, oh, once I start communicating with my spirit guides and spirit team, the floodgates are going to open. I'm going to have all of the answers. I'm going to hear them clear as a bell. And they're going to give me a manuscript for my life. And I'm going to stop making mistakes. And it's going to stop hurting. And I'm going to meet the love of my life. I'm going to have the best life ever and everything's going to fall into place. And they're kind of all chuckling right now. They're like, yes, yes. That's why we need to do this podcast. So people can understand how to use us on a regular basis, because that's the beautiful thing is that your spirit guides and spirit team really, really, truly want you, want me to engage with them often. And remember that they are support. They are not going to be a alternative to you having free will and making decisions for yourself. They are not going to be the ones at the wheel of your life. They are not going to be your replacement for God, the universe, the divine. They are helpers for you and all of that. You want to think of them as a resource pool. How do we know when to reach out to them? Because a lot of us, you and I, have probably felt our spirit guides and spirit team before. There's so many ways to 
feel and communicate with your spirit team. We could do episode upon episode on how to feel them and sense them and communicate with them. And we would never cover all of the different ways. So what I share here are guidelines and you want to use some of the practices that I'm going to share throughout this journey together to help you develop your own personal strength and clarity in communicating with your spirit team. I actually just asked them, I'm like, why don't we just communicate directly with source? <laughs> like, is source busy? I'm seriously asking this question though. Why wouldn't we just directly ask source for all of this stuff? Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're like, duh. Um, well, obviously they are a derivative of source. They're also sharing that there's essentially an energy where they transmute source energy into human form so that we can comprehend these lessons, so we can comprehend the journey, so we can comprehend living these things out. Whereas all of us, the, the reason we're doing all of this, the reason we have the resources that our spirit guides and spirit team is because we are trying to learn these lessons and relearn how to be so loving to ourselves and loving to others and see life and live life in a way that is more fluid. And they're just like, oh, and just more breath, like more breath with life. And source is that breath and that life. And so our spirit guides and our spirit team gently help us remember, give us steps. It was really cute. They just showed me, you know, when someone like bends down on a knee and they put two of their hands together so you can step into the hand and then be lifted up. That was the imagery that they showed me for them. That's what they help us do. Help us step up closer to our higher selves and our, and our source. Just so amazing. Oh, so amazing. Actually makes me emotional thinking about it that way. That's such a humble way to show what it is that they do, isn't it? Whew. Okay. I'm recalibrating right now. By the way, every once in a while on the podcast, I'm going to go quiet for a few seconds, but it's because they're slowing me down a little bit. They're recalibrating me. They're giving me information. This is all guided. And also I'm holding my energy and they're doing energy work on me. I'm a tuning fork. You're a tuning fork. We're both energy. And this is actually also an energy session. <laughs> my intention is that it's for the highest good of all involved. And that means you are not receiving my energy, holding space for a energy. And as you, as your tuning fork feels it, and the tuning fork that is you feels it, your higher self and your spirit team and spirit guides are going to decide, okay, that feels good, or an aspect of this feels good, or no, thank you, not today. And that's how this whole thing works. But it's still radiating, I'm still radiating light, as are you, which is why you're here. So um, we are co-creating today. So enjoy the energy work. Enjoy the, now it's, okay, I was going to say it's primarily moving up to the sacral chakra. It's not. The sacral chakra is being amplified, but we're doing a lot of work in between the root and the sacral chakra. The root chakra is red. The sacral chakra is orange. Your power chakra is yellow. Your heart is green. Your throat is blue. And then this is where it starts to get kind of interesting. Your third eye is typically purplish. And then your crown could be light, could be a pink, could be a variety of different colors, whatever feels true for you. But think of the rainbow, if that helps. Maybe you already knew that, but that trick is what helps me remember the chakras. Okay. So our spirit guides and spirit team, I'm asking them right now. I'm like, which way do we want to go at this point? Because we're not going to get into today exactly who's on your spirit team 
and who are your spirit guides, but do keep in mind your spirit team is all encompassing. So your spirit team encompasses your spirit guides, which is pretty cool. And we think oftentimes of, oh, how many spirit guides do I have? Do I have, do I have more than one? Oh my gosh. I hope, I, ha- I hope, I know I need a lot of help. I hope I'm special. I hope I have more than one. Most people have more than one. First of all, most people have multiple, but your Oftentimes we kind of get confused. We think something that is a part of our spirit team is actually a spirit guide. So your spirit guides are part of your spirit team and your spirit guides are your intuition. They've been working with you since before you physically were birthed into this world, which is rad. So, hey, your oldest friends (laughs) who aren't on Facebook Um, and they are going to be with you until you cross over or in the case where some people choose not to cross over, which is tough. And then their spirit guides uh, dip out because their contract has ended. But remember that we have free will, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And also one of the biggest challenges on this earth plane, if you ask me. So your spirit guides are your intuition. They sound like you. They feel like you they are not intrusive. They are here to help guide you on your path. Your higher self basically said, hey folks, so they made a call. They made a call out to the universe. It's not quite that vast. I mean, there's like a a resource pool and said, hey, you know what? This is, we're looking around. We're looking around at other souls that we like. You know, like we want that dog or that soul to come back as a dog potentially or a cat or a bird. And, um, you know, that sibling, that was a rough lifetime with those siblings. And we're going to come back. We're going to try that again. Um, And, um, oh, we got these cousins over here. And then we've got, all right, we're going to build out. We're going to date these people potentially, right? Because, again, free will and we all make choices. And um, a lot of these things can change. But you start to look at your resource pool and you start to build out your family and your experience on this earth plane, including friends, including coworkers, and um, including different ways you're going to meet different people on this earth plane. And as you start to build this out at the same time, your higher self is saying, okay, these are the things, these are the lessons that my chakras are going to hold so that we can have the full experience we desire to on earth. Now, your higher self is also very pragmatic, and your higher self is probably going to make a pretty long laundry list of the things that you want to experience on Earth. And at the same time, it is not beholden to any of them. Yes, some of them might come through at a certain time on the Earth plane because there are some really important lessons to be learned and may really like stick it to you to stick it out. (laughs) I think a lot of us are sticking out a lot of things right now in this world. And at the same time, you're definitely not beholden to live out every single possibility that you have been put here on this earth for. Um, It's nice because we have so much free will that it's almost like our life map will recalibrate as we make lessons. Have you ever made just a really random choice one day or one evening and you felt like it kind of shifted your life trajectory? Same, same. So then your soul puts out this call and says, so there's other souls who have are developing their skill sets and are they're like, you know what my next step is? My next step is to be a spirit guide. 
I want to be somebody's spirit guide. And potentially you've walked other lifetimes with this person. Now, I do not want to get, if you call me or email me or message me or DM me and say, Emily, I think one of my spirit guides was my old, old Aunt Carla from don't, don't, I'm not going to respond to that. I can't. It's too complex. We need to be in the present moment. Everything right now is driving each of us to be more present. That's how we get rid of fear. That's how we get rid of anxiety. One of the best things my cousin coached me through this weekend, she was asking me a couple of questions because I was having some anxiety and she goes, what, what did she say? She said, what would you say to yourself right now? And I'm holding space for my guides, of course. And I had been feeling anxious about some things. And what I said was, I feel safe right now. I am safe right now. So even when I have anxiety, I remind myself I am safe right now. And that really, really helps. Also, did you notice a tone, a shift in the tone of my voice when I told you a personal story, whereas I've been holding space for spirit. Spirit is the energy of source and all that it encompasses via my intention. My voice, the fluctuations change, right? congratulations, you can hear energy. <laughs> so you heard Emily's energy telling the story from this weekend. And then now we're back to the guides. And this is not me speaking. Like the guides are not, you know, falling into me and speaking. That would be gross. I, as a human, am choosing to hold space for that which is for the highest good. Then because this is my job and this is my career path on this earth plane, the way you have yours, um, that is why I'm doing it this way. Okay, we want to de debunk and demystify a lot of these crazy ideas that people are more gifted or have more, you know, or are better at these things than other people. You know, you're better at a lot of other things than I am, a ton. I would bet all, all of my money that you're really good at a lot of things that I am not. I just happen to be really good at this, but it doesn't make me, um, it doesn't make me a guru or gifted or better than. We just kind of want to push that away. Like when you go into a restaurant and a chef cooks something phenomenal for you, do you think to them, wow, they're just, they're a guru, you know, they're, <laughs> they're a better human being than I am. No, you're like, oh my gosh, this chef is so amazing at making, you know, this cheesecake, give me the recipe. And then you take the, you get the recipe and you make it at home and you're like, you know what? I think I can make this better than the chef. Same thing with energy work. You're going to learn things from me and from many, many other people because you should always learn from multiple sources. Look at all the communities around the world, how they have so many different elders. They don't have one elder, they have multiple elders. And then they learn from all the elders and from their own work and source and develop their own spiritual path and journey and stories and enlightenment, right? So same goes for our modern culture. You need to learn from, I'm sure you're already doing this, but you're learning from multiple people. Keep that going. I think the guru days are done. I do think there's a purpose for that, but that's a podcast for another time. And we just kind of want to flatline these things. So as I talk about, or as I share how I communicate with spirit, feel good in knowing that the way you do it is meant to be different. There may be similarities and that's great, but it's meant to be different. And that's another thing we're going to get into with this podcast. I want to learn from each of you and talk to people about how it is that you hear intuition because we do need support with one another in hearing the different ways. How do you feel it? How do you sense it? Every client I have is utterly different. Every single client I have, I learn something new always. 
And there's always a different way people sense into their intuition and communicate with their spirit guides. So just know that about yourself. Look at it as a journey. I look at it as, wow, I'm going to be like when I'm communicating with my guides at 86. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> Am I going to see a hologram in front of me? Am I going to get a hug him? <laughs> no, definitely not. Bummer. Okay. So getting back to your spirit guides. So your spirit guides basically raise their hand and say, oh my gosh, this would be perfect for me. This is exactly what I want to do. This is exactly what I want to support someone with on this lifetime and this journey. I'm on board. They say, your soul says, great. We want to work with you too. You're awesome. And one of the things they're so funny, they're kind of like twisting my energy a bit in a good way, but they're like, this is part is actually really key. They say part of our job is to hold you in so much love because there at this point is so much lack of love on this earth plane right now. Um, a lack of love for nature, a lack of love for one another. They said there's way too many rules and there's way too many restrictions on how we are allowed to express love. Wow, that just kind of opens my mind up a little bit. I think about how I express love with my friends and even with family. And sometimes I'm like, love you. Oh God, I hope they didn't think that was weird. I mean, how could that be weird? Who doesn't like to hear that? You know, and then they look at you too out of the corner of your eye and you know that they're like, oh my gosh, I love you too. But they're like, oh yeah, love you. You know, it's kind of cash. So yeah, we need to be, they're saying even further to that, we need to be more in love with ourselves because when the more in love with you that you are the more free you feel to express it and experience and live it in the day-to-day -day. they say that's the goal interesting okay so our spirit guides hold us in love in these lessons their chakras and really help us build out this life so that we kind of, you know, we stay on track ish. You know, there's no like straight, direct Amtrak down the road of life. I think we all know that by now, but they do just make sure that if we decide to go too off course, that we do have some guardrails. I was taking a, a Reiki class back in the day and which is again a story for another time and this gal shared how she was driving one time and she felt her spirit guides come through and slam on the brakes and she said it actually stopped her from getting in probably what would have been a deadly collision now why does that not happen all the time there's a deadly collision you get what I'm saying. It doesn't always happen, but a lot of us have felt our spirit guides or sensed our spirit guides or heard, or heard them very clearly in that moment, right? And so therefore we think, well, if I don't feel them or sense them or, or notice them in that way, then I must not be doing it right. Then I must not have a clear channel to them or a clear connection to them. And if our spirit guides who again are just here to help guide us did not actually communicated with us that way <laughs> you and I would just why wouldn't we just hand over our life to them well you seem to know what's best for me well you seem to know what's good for me here you go you know you 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 just wake up in the morning you order your breakfast and you'd be like okay spirit guides what am I doing and not doing today <laughs> 
oh, I think, I think it sounds nice. And then at the same time, we would all probably get a little bored. I'm sure there's a realm out there somewhere that tried it for a while and said, you guys, this is, we're going to report back. And turns out this isn't that great. Okay. So we often have this comparison to, or someone like me, right? Who's, who I use verbiage, like my spirit guides say, or they're showing me, I do this 24 seven. I, it is my passion. It is my life's journey. It is my life's work. And I love this so much. So yes, of course, for someone like me, it's easy to say, but just really keep in mind for yourself, where do you feel just really gentle nudges within your life? Where do you feel just this inner knowing? You know, your inner knowing is your intuition. Your intuition being your higher self that's guiding you. And then your guides kind of being like, skirt, skirt, go left over here. (laughs) So Keep that in mind. We're looking for things that are much more subtle. We're looking for nuances. I often share with people in sessions how, you know, you what's the difference for you between good chills and bad chills? <laughs> I mean, how do you explain that, right? It's energy, but you personally know the difference in your body between good chills and bad chills. It's very distinct. But again, how do you describe that? That's your spirit team just giving you some really good information. That's so funny. They're giving me good chills right now. Thank you. So their communication is subtle. It is always with you. They never leave. They are always there. And their energy is very gently, gosh, they're using this term wrapped up with your energy And I don't know if when I say that you can sense the energy, the tone of what they mean with it, because it's not like, it's, it's not like we're tied up together and like nobody can move like three-legged man race or something like that. And it, it feels very clean and very good, but just know that their energy is always with you. It's just this universal law of contractual obligation. So the other piece is most likely you have felt your gut, you've had a gut feeling. That's also your spirit guides, your main squeezes. And I've actually had a client before who hasn't ever felt chills in their life and who hasn't, hasn't ever felt um, a gut feeling. So I kind of leaned back for a second. I was like, well, crap, guys, what does she feel? <laughs> what has she felt? And anyway, they took me to her throat. And they said, she feels shifts in her throat. And I said, no shit to myself. And I said, okay. I said, so what they're showing me is, I said, have you felt shifts in your throat for things that you should do, things you shouldn't do? Yes, no. And she goes, yeah. I said, oh my good word. That is your intuition. She's like, oh, okay. Well, she's like, well, that makes sense. (laughs) It's like, I'm glad it makes sense for you. But it's such, such an important lesson because that just goes to show you how unique everybody's intuition is. And so keep in mind, your intuition is about your feelings, your sensations, your knowing, like when you just know things out of the blue, be it so random or not, it is when you do audibly hear something energetically, again, we want to, I'm talking about things that do not feel intrusive to you because that, which is so things that are of the light are non-intrusive to your energy. They're so subtle. You're like, I want more of it. Like the way that you want more from your spirit team and spirit guides, (laughs) that's the general consensus of when something is of the light or not. 
Okay. And then the other aspect is seeing energy. And that is when you see something with your imagination. Now we do see things with our third eye that may come into this realm. And that's a little bit of a different topic, but I mentioned earlier how my guides give me a visual. I am an extremely visual and audible energy person. And I think it is what also helps bleed into this guru culture is it's because of the way our society has taught all of this, we want to hear and we want to see, but in actuality, so many people, so many of you have this really strong sense of inner knowing and um, just the sensations and the feelings, you know, that litmus test, does it feel good? Does it not feel good? And that is just so, so key. And that's why we need to focus on being a little more present in our day-to-day life and feeling more into ourself is because that's, that's what gives our intuition a, a chance to just really be clear, crystal clear, and know that you have most, I want to say all, but I'm asking the guides right now because some people have aphantasia, which is where you don't see imagery. Like you close your eyes. And if I said dog, you don't see a dog. So they're, um, let's see here. They're also bringing up taste. Now I don't want to get into the Claire's, um, if you've ever heard of that, the clairvoyant, clairaudient, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of them. They're hard to remember in my opinion. And we're, I'm going to do a podcast episode that actually simplifies that a little bit. But anyway, there are some people apparently who are going to listen to this podcast who are heavy on the tasting when it comes to intuition. So trust that, trust it. Oops. I just hit the microphone again because I'm talking with my hands. So, and, and the guides are saying, Love yourself, love yourself, love yourself, love how you do this, love, be curious about it, like be curious about your intuition, get excited, you know, like, oh, I gotta, you know, I'm gonna learn more about my intuition and I'm gonna open up about it more and I'm gonna feel safe, you know, I'm safe in my intuition and it's here for me always. Your intuition is always there for you, which gets us to the last part of this episode which is how do you work with your intuition more, work with it more clearly? I think there's such a huge power in just having a basic understanding of what your intuition is. And now that you know your intuition is your spirit guides and why they're here, they're here to help you on your path and that's their purpose. Let's get into an activity that's going to help you clear and ground when you want to use your intuition for something. You know, maybe you hop into a bakery, you know, you're on a walk with a friend and you're like, you're looking at everything and you go, gosh, what would be for my highest good to eat right now? (laughs) Obviously the three chocolate croissants. Um, But we might say, hey, spirit guides, intuition, I'm looking at a bunch of things right here, right now, and I'm just not quite sure which one would be best for me. I want the chocolate croissants. However, what does my higher self suggest? What does my higher self suggest? So that's one very light example of you could in that moment reach into your intuition and just see which item lights up for you or which one do you lean towards or which one do you, does your mouth start watering a little bit when you look at it or is it none of them? And you tell your friend, Hey, sorry, there's, there's not a thing in here. I it would really be good for me. I'm going to enjoy some 
fresh oxygen until we get to a place where I can eat something. I don't know. All right. So then the other thing is when we're going through really difficult times and having to make challenging decisions, that can be that that's usually when it feels the most challenging to hear our intuition, right? Because we're so emotionally wrapped up in these things. And that's why it's super helpful for us to work with our spirit guides and our intuition every day or once a week or once a month, because it's just going to kind of help us get used to communicating with them and working with them as a resource. And they are here for you. Like they are ready to engage with you as often as possible. They get so excited when you reach out and they're so happy to help. You know, the other thing is in their realm on the other side, time goes by like that. So when you and I sleep, we are asleep for however many hours. They're not sitting there looking at their watches, um, playing backgammon with one another or, um, you know, recapping the day They're Well, they are recapping the day, but they are, it, it goes by so fast. Um, they're recalibrating, you know, they're working with you in your dreams. They're helping you, you know, you've changed plans that day. You've decided to move to Tijuana. And so they're like, well, we better find him a great spot to live. And this soul's moving out of this place. And we need to lead her here to that via this, you know, pop-up she's going to see on Instagram. You get the idea. Okay. So you want to work with your spirit guides and intuition more often because, well, you don't have to actually, but if you want to, then you want to just make sure you have a really clear connection with them. Intention is everything. Intention gives energy direction. I'll give you an example. I, there's, it's easy. I, to me, everybody, truly so many of you experience this. And if you don't, I just want to validate that you do, but you know, it's like when you go to walk into a really crowded room, let's say like a conference center, and there's going to be 80 people in there. Even though you can, you know, you hear the rumbling of the noise of the people, but you're not quite in the thick of it yet. Maybe there's music going on, there's glasses and silverware clinking. You are also hearing the energy of the room before you get in there. You are, you're feeling it, or you're sensing it, or you have a knowing of what's going on in there. And that actually happens to you no matter where you go. So that's why it's so key that you are intentional about connecting to your intuition. You're like, well, Emily, why would I want to connect with anything bad? You don't want to connect anything bad. Unfortunately, negative things want to connect with you. <laughs> Rude. And so it is a very, very simple, simple thing to keep negative energy out and away is by connecting to your light and just setting a really clear, clear intention. And connecting to your light is in one of my previous episodes titled Your Inner Light, I think, should be. And if it's not, I'll change it to that. But go back to the original episodes. And all you want to do is set the intention. I set the intention I'm only aligned with my spirit guides. I set the intention I'm only communicating with my spirit guides. And then ask your question. Or and then say, please give me support as I go into this really crowded room and help keep my energy clear. I don't want those people's mucks. I've been doing okay lately. I'd like to stay on that drain. So really feel into and be, you know, it only takes a few seconds and it's so worth it because sometimes what's going to happen is you're going to be running around, you're going to be running errands, you're going to be thinking about a bunch of things and you're going to ask your spirit guides or your intuition a question and you're going to get this answer back that kind of makes you go, hmm, I don't know about that. It seemed kind of funky to me. It seemed a little bit clouded. I'm not sure. It wasn't a bad answer. 
it was a good answer, but even, even dark energy will say good things to hook you. That's how a lot of psychics get a bad reputation. Again, a podcast for another time. So you want to just be crystal clear. I set the intention. I only communicate with my spirit guides for my highest good. That's it. That's how you do it. That's the whole trick. That's the whole activity. Feel into your inner light, sense into your inner light, breathe into it. The guides are saying, be your light. I like that. I used to say, connect with your inner light. You're, you know, you're already connected. It's just a matter of what your awareness level is to it. And then I started saying, align with it. And I'm going to say, be your inner light. See what I mean when I say I learn every single time? I teach these things and I practice these things every single time without fail. Okay. So be your inner light. Be, oh gosh, there's just, it's like sit in your light, sit in your energy, feel it, be it, do it. Why not? Why not? What does it hurt? Be in your power, be in your light, enjoy it wherever you're at right now. And just be crystal clear. I set the intention. I only communicate with my spirit guides and then ask them a question. Ask them right now. What do I need to know for my highest good? Or you can say, please give me some love right now. Will you please give me some love right now? They're really going to town on that area in our root and sacral chakras. This is so interesting to me. And they're finishing it up, by the way. And one of the things that will also happen is even as we close out session here today, your spirit guides and spirit team will continue to maybe do this work with you afterwards, which is so cool. Okay. So that is the basics of your spirit guides. And in some upcoming episodes, we're going to get further into what is your spirit team. We're going to get further into who are your spirit guides and the questions of, are they male? Are they female? What are their names? That kind of stuff kind of makes me want to throw up because that's what we've been taught, but that's not actually how it works. Your spirit guides are energy and they want you to lean into the resource pool that is them because think about how more powerful it is when you lean into your spirit guides and your, well, your spirit team, because your spirit guides are part of your spirit team. Imagine you have a question. What if you just went to one person with that question versus like 80 or eight or 16? Obviously you're going to go with the bigger party. Hello. So think about it like that. Lean into your inner light and connect set the intention. Only connect your spirit guides and spirit team. Ask them the question. Ask for love and support. We'll graduate to the question for the spirit team later, but start with spirit guides. Or do whatever, do you, do whatever feels comfortable. Maybe you have spirit dogs. Go with your spirit dogs. <laughs> now I'm like, wait a minute. Why would you guys use that example? Do people have just spirit dogs? By the way, our pets have uh, at least one spirit guide, usually more. And also, did you know your pets are communicating with your spirit team? And that's why they are so darn helpful for you. And yes, your pets hear your thoughts. It's wild. Also, animals are very visual. So, oh my gosh, the guys are so funny. They said visual and sensual, meaning sensual. If you set the intention via your, I, I, here we go. I told you I'm good at tangents. We're going to do animal communication on another podcast, but imagine, you know, in, if you just envision Fido in your heart, in your inner light or wherever your inner light is, some people have their inner lights in their feet, by the way. Um, wherever your inner light is, and it could move too, but you just say, I set the intention. I connect directly with Fido. And then you just like centralize how Fido feels when you give Fido a hug or you love on Fido. 
Fido is going to know that that's what love means. Or if you are a visual person, how you wrap your arms around them, how you give them kisses behind the ears. That's my favorite spot to kiss animals, things like that. They're going to feel these things. Like that's how animals are like, oh, you know, my, my owner's showing me some love right now. I love him too. <laughs> animals are amazing. And yes, they are communicating with your spirit team and helping you out. Kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Otherwise, how else do they know as much as they do sometimes? Okay. On that note, I think we had a few tangents today and I would love to hear from you. What came up for you during this episode? What questions do you have? What parts were, oh yeah, that makes sense. What parts were, hmm, I wanted to talk about this more. Let me know. You can find me at connectedemilymarie.com. Thanks so much for joining everyone. Please do like, share, rate us, leave a review. Have an amazing rest of your day.